ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Let's Talk 20s podcast. I am your host, Tanner, with the lovely co-host. Connor. We're doing that again this episode. Just the pause. Connor. We should, we, we, should, we should do that every single time. And don't sell yourself short. You need to refer to yourself as the lovely host, Tanner. Did you do that? I don't know if no, I No, I just that. said I'm your host, Tanner, with I'm my I'm your co-host. lovely host, Tanner. I'm your okay. sexy what? host, Tanner. How's it going? Connor, thank you for being on yet another episode for this week. We are talking about Sacrifice is Success. A few themes that we're going to be talking about within this episode include the hustle culture, balance the line of sacrifice, chasing success, and the stopping point and turning point <laughs> of sacrifice, and much more in this episode. But guys, I hope you have been having a fantastic week so far. Connor and I are very enthusiastic about recording this one for you guys. I feel like there's going to be a lots of great bits and parts of this. What do you think, Connor? I think so too, man. It's definitely something that I am learning more about where, you know, there's that famous Rolling Stones song, you can't always get what you want. And it's cliche. And I do think, as we'll talk about, sometimes sacrifice is overrated. And we'll definitely talk about that. But overall, it's still important to learn about and it's still important to learn how to sacrifice. So it'll be good, man. You doing you doing good over, overall, though, man? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good overall. Just really still trying to balance this whole school thing and, and trying to figure out how that plays out on a day-to-day basis. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm really starting to get into it, and I'm really starting to be more enthusiastic about it. It's just the balance of not letting it completely control my life and still trying yeah. to do things for myself, like going to the gym and other stuff to squeeze that in, but it, you know, it's tough at times, but life is great. Life is great, man. I I had a lovely day with my girlfriend. So that was really fun. I had a good weekend too. Just trying to, I went to a casino actually, Tanner. I don't think I got a chance to tell you that. Good experience. I brought a hundred dollars there and I ended up winning $270. Spent about $40. Yep. $40 on drinks and then I just pissed away thirty more dollars. But over, so it was. It was good so it was a not like a plus hundred. I doubled my money, so that's, I stopped. I could have kept going, but I was like, nope, nope. But you, what you play? Penny slots. Oh wow! It worked out well, actually. I don't. I, I got. I literally one two dollar hit, and I hit. I hit this jackpot, and I just got a 10 times multiplier and got 180 bucks like off of one two dollars it was two dollars for 180 shit. i was like wow. or two dollars for 182 dollars so 180 pro i was like okay that was awesome and then i did it again later and i got 70 bucks and i'd already earned like 40 bucks earlier so or 20 bucks so right it's pretty cool That's man crazy. good for you've you been, man. yeah you've been to a casino right yes yes there's several within the cincinnati area there's one actually pretty close and man i I've only been there like two or three times and it's only been with family and Cameron once, but I was up and I let someone convince me to keep going and I lost it all. I would have brought home, like, I think I put in 50 and I was at like 370. So I would have made about $300. And then I emptied up the bets from, you know, five cents to $2 every spin. And then, man, those $2 spins really deplete your resources. Um, if you put in $100, you only get 50 spins. That's ridiculous, man. I mean, you get more luck, but it's and the spin really... lasts what? The animation lasts like three seconds, and you do yeah. that twenty times a minute. Next thing you know, five minutes later, 
Oh, where'd my hundred dollars go? Yeah, dude, it's it's gambling. Play. We should make a we should do an episode about that. They're dangerous. Oh my god, casinos yes. are dangerous. I could talk all about the design of how they do it, but we'll, we won't get into the episode. So it was cool. It was it was cool though. Um, don't I would only go back if I was with somebody that knew, or I was like taking somebody new. It's too dangerous for me. I can't. I I don't want to do it again. <laughs> I will never bring more than a hundred unless I go to Vegas. I'll bring more if I go to Vegas. But right, right. No, I'm with you on that. I'm mean, with you on that, but yeah. Speaking of a uh, hustle culture, oh. for speaking of sacrifice, I had a quote that I wanted to start us off with this episode, man. Let's get into it. So I found this quote. It's from unknown. I have no idea where it's from, but still it's a good quote. So the quote is sacrifice. If you want something you've never had, you must be willing to do something you've never done. And I like this perspective on sacrifice because a lot of times I think that sacrifice people who talk about it people who have been successful talk about giving up everything in order to go for something that you love or something that you care about and while i think that that is probably true to an extent and sometimes you have to be willing to sacrifice the things that you care about in order to go for something that you want to do that's a lot of pressure for people and sometimes people are not ready maybe to sacrifice everything or they're not in a position where they can sacrifice everything. So I liked this quote because it doesn't really insinuate that you have to do everything right all the time, or you have to give everything just to succeed with sacrifice. What do you think about it? Yeah. I'd like your interpretation about it too, because I could see it as doing something, you know, trying a new habit once or twice and, and figuring out that, Oh, that actually brought me great success. It, like you said, it does not insinuate that you have to, drop absolutely everything and that is a very common misconception is a lot of the successful people they said that they they dropped everything and moved across the country and the the typical story and uh, although a lot of those stories are true i feel like for the common person that may seem like way too much for them to put absolutely everything on hold yeah. or or all that so i think it's a great quote and it is 100 percent true but like you mentioned it it can be small incremental steps of you sacrificing or maybe really changing and 180 different aspects or habits in order to become more successful in whatever area you're trying to be more successful in. Yeah, I, I mean, absolutely. And I think the quote, it's something that I think we'll get into. And it's like sacrificing comfortability. I think that's kind of what it's talking about. Because if you always do take the easy way and you do things the same way, you're never going to experience something new. And so you're never going to you're never going to obtain that thing that you want because you're not going to do the steps that you need to do to get there. If you don't know what it's like to get there, it's because you've never done it. So you have to take the steps at least one step in the direction of doing that. So I like the quote for a lot of different reasons. I think it's a very approachable way to succeed in a way. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. A lot of times when you're trying to make a giant change, it's very easy to drop everything and try to change too many things at once. When sometimes the success, maybe granted it's not in the time frame that you want it to be, but having this incremental ways of adapting and finding success in those small ways eventually compound into what you want it to be. So, And that yeah. kind of ties into something I want to ask you about, and it's about hustle culture, especially in America in comparison to other countries. A perfect well, example right now is actually Disney's CEO who uh, was receiving backlash for disagreeing with the yep. film industry and how all the employees, such as screenwriters and everyone, is, is kind of demanding more pay. And he disagreed with that. 
And an interesting kind of stat is that 20 years ago, a CEO like himself would make 30 times more than a least paid employee of that company. But now it is over 200 times more. And it seems like at times almost as if talent is secondary now in comparison of the sacrifices and hours a week a person can put in in their job or occupation. And I don't know if you agree, maybe time off is considered as lazy and all these kind of things together. But what are your thoughts of this perspective of this hustle culture? And at what point do you think the sacrifice is just too much? Yeah, hustle culture reminds me of workaholic syndrome. Yeah. Definitely as well. And again, just just to start off, you do need to put in hard work to succeed in life. You do need to be willing to sacrifice things that you want to do in order to succeed at things that you've never done before. Yeah, you're all of the, those things can be true without you hustling and without you overworking yourself and without you being a workaholic. There's a line, unfortunately, I feel like it, it kind of just depends on the person with that perspective where talent is secondary compared to the sacrifices and hours a week you put in your job. I think in a way it is, but then there's also people who put in like hard work and sacrifice week after week after week and see nothing from it. Mm. You know what I mean? And, it, and then it's like, it's not even talent based or hard work based anymore. It's like luck based it's, or it's like knowing the right people. And I think we've talked about that before right. as well. I don't really know the CEO super well. I also completely disagree with his perspective. He's not really considering how different the movie industry is compared to when these rates were negotiated with streaming a while ago, but that's, that's a, that's another point, but he's looking at it from his own perspective. And I think, um, unfortunately, I think sacrifice can lead to success, but it's not the only road to success. And it's not the it's not a guaranteed method of success because there is no guaranteed method of success. There are guaranteed factors of success, I think, that you should embody and you should put in your life like hard work, like sacrifice and, you know, maybe flexibility as well as empathy and as well as um, having positive self-image. There's a lot of successful factors that people generally have. But then there's also tons of successful people that have literally none of that because they were in the right place at the right time, right? So unfortunately, I think that for me, I would say that sometimes I agree with that perspective, but unfortunately, the world that we live in now, it's not always as cut and dry as like there's one guaranteed method of success, as we can see with a lot of the millionaire and billionaire culture in the United States specifically, how some of those people were born into wealth or they bought their way into wealth because of people that they knew, for example. Definitely some hard workers, though, and those people have earned my respect. Absolutely, they have. You know, what about you? Yeah, it's it's interesting because I just feel like it's almost something to brag about or people have a competition about, oh, man, tough week. You know, I work 50 or 60 hours and it is obviously to be more financially secure and all that. But it's not to be on this grand scheme of success that we're discussing. Like a lot of us are working two jobs and over 40 hours a week to just live and survive. And that's right. like something that we find to be not not brag worthy, but you know what I'm saying? I hate that because that's not how it should be at all. No. And so I just feel like this society and I feel like all these kind of ways that we feel quote unquote trapped, especially where we live, is that we think that the system is okay for us to feel that it's normal. It's almost normalized to work two jobs and work over 40 hours a week. Whereas if you go abroad, 
I mean, they have the, the city shut down for an hour for lunch and everything. Like there's a mandatory hour long break in the middle of the workday. And some places only work four days a week. And so I feel like there's definitely a problem here in America specifically, but I completely agree with your statement about how success and sacrifice and putting all of those hours in may be a factor and may be the main factor for some individuals, but it's not the sole factor of how you can gain the success. So it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it's almost been kind of tricked in some people's minds that that is the way and the most direct way to success, which works out for some and it doesn't pan out for others. We should talk about this at some point. We should talk about how the American dream has shaped work culture in the United States, you know, and how it's still prevalent to how companies run, except for more modern companies that have been established after that. That that is how a lot of companies are run. You want the American dream? Well, you got to work for it. You got to put in as much work as possible. You want to be a successful entrepreneur? You got to sacrifice literally everything in order to make it happen, to make your dream happen. And it's like, again, yes, you need to be willing to do all that if the opportunity presents itself. Absolutely. If you have a crazy good opportunity that comes up and you pass it by because you're scared, well, that's different than you sacrificing your mental and physical health to Mm -hmm. just work two jobs a week because you need to put food on the table for your family of four. There's a big difference between that. There's a a fine line between sacrificing what you want to do for what you need to do and then sacrificing and giving all of yourself to a cause that may or may not be worth it. I know we can all relate to this in some way. I've, I've done this before with my jobs, especially, but I've also done this in friendships too. I've done this with relationships and work because there's a lot of different methods of success, you know, successful relationships, successful friendships, right? So I feel like there's a fine line that we have to learn how to draw for ourselves. How do we learn to draw that distinction for ourselves? What, what do you think about that? Where is the line? I know it's obviously different for other people, but how can everybody re- relate to maybe what we're talking about so we can maybe help them figure out how to draw that distinction? Yeah, it's a very tough question to answer in a, in a short and concise answer because it really does depend individual to individual. I know what works for me is, well, for one, I I really don't like this hustle culture and I understand there's times where you need to put in more hours and all this and that. But at the end of the day, we weren't brought here to have to work 60, 70 hours a week. That's not what life should be about. And so for me, when my body is exhausted or my mind's exhausted, I really try to listen to that. And I think that's where I draw the line is when I know I'm at my mental or physical capacity I I refuse to push past that anymore. Like, for example, I know it's not about jobs or anything, but for school and everything, I think because I've been out for two years, I've had to really try to ramp up my brain and my my mental focus to wake up at a certain time and go to school for a full on day, come home, study for a few hours, recap what I did, and then, you know, move on to the next day. And so... It took a lot of a mental toll on me and I knew I had to ramp that up. But now I'm at a point where I know where my capacity is at and I know when I'm just wasting my time pretending that I'm actually going to retain this information and I just need to stop and and call it a day. And I feel like that can translate to obviously jobs, your hobbies, or you trying to push yourself to get to where you want to be. There comes to a point where 
your productivity versus your time and, and all of that, it doesn't work as well. So I feel like keep in mind that time is the most precious currency that there is. And I feel like sometimes people lose sight of that and days yeah. turn into weeks and weeks and turn into months. And so I think it's very easy to lose yourself, but I feel like you just can't lose yourself and you got to really think about that aspect of it. What is your breaking point and try not to push past that. But I don't know. Very well said. I, that better be the quote of the, what you're boiling it down to, man, is know your limits and don't judge people for their limits or their lack of limits. I, I, I mean, especially working in a restaurant, you probably saw this in the service industry too. There's a glorification of hustle culture. There's a glorification of working to the bone to where you're basically like dead on the ground and falling asleep. There was a glorification at the restaurants that I worked at where they would work five 12 hour days get super drunk and then they would come the next day and still work because they're a hard worker um and but then they would of course judge other people for the fact that they're not working as hard on them but you're not <laughs> you're not happy you there's no way you're happy doing that and hey if you are happy doing that that's great but that's not my that's not my standard of success that's not my m method of how i want to do success and that would be well past my limits for what i could handle and i really think that's that's the bottom line of why hustle culture is so bad and where you need to draw this distinction for yourself is know your limits, know the line that you can cross. And it's, and it's basically kind of reiterating what you're saying, but that's really what it boils down to is, is being honest with yourself about what you can and can't handle and not comparing yourself. Definitely. You draw that distinction for yourself by being honest about what you can and you can't handle, like you said, and there are going to be times, for example, I think you're an incredibly hard worker, for example, Tanner. And I know when we were younger and even you and I still as friends, like during the podcast, like I've definitely compared how hard I've worked to how hard you work, for example, you know, but I have my own stuff going on and I know how your work ethos is for yourself and I know how hard you can be on yourself. So it's like, but right. you always rise to the challenge, you know? And it's like, for me, um, I do rise to the challenge a lot of the times, but I, I maybe not, I can't hit your standard because I'm not living that, you know, I'm not living that standard. I'm living my own standard. So I can't compare myself to that. And that makes it easier to draw that line. That makes it easier to cut off things when you need to cut them off if they're not healthy for you, which includes a job that you're working maybe 60 hours for. And again, th this is not to say that people who work 60 hours, 70 hours, whatever, to just stop doing it because they can't handle it because some people don't right. have that option. Like, obviously yeah. I, I totally get that, that that's not what we're saying. Cause again, sometimes there's a line that you are pushed past because life dictates it and is necessary for you to do it just to survive. Well, you know what, if, if you're in that position right now, then props to you for making it to the next day past your limits and props to you for pushing your limits beyond maybe what you thought you could do. And that is, that is a way that you are succeeding. And that is a way that you are sacrificing. You're almost sacrificing your own limits for the success of just being there for your family and just for providing for your family. If that's where you are right now, I hope you're proud of yourself. I, I really do. Cause that's, that's gotta be so tough being in a position where you have no choice, but to work past your own limits. If you can find ways to take breaks and be with the people that you love at the very least. Maybe that, maybe that can help you. It's hard to say anything after that. That was very well spoken. I appreciate the compliment too. And 
I know you're a hard worker as well. And and, and it is very interesting how, especially like you and I are in two different, one parts of our life, but two different careers slash hobbies. And so it's interesting how even in that aspect, we're in two completely different fields where you're going to music round, trying to go the, the science and health science route. And yet we still try to compare the time that we put in and the effort we're putting in and it, it, they're, they're apples and oranges, two completely unrelated things. So it's just right. proof right there that there's this, this need and almost like you say, glorification is the absolute perfect word to describe it. But something on the flip side of people can argue about our point is that sometimes the people that are working 60 and 70 hours a week, it's what needs to be done in this competitive environment and competitive life to be successful. They need to work those hours. They need to take that leap of faith and sacrifice their comfort amongst other things as a step of success. So a quote for you that kind of talks about that is you can never cross the ocean unless you lose sight of the shore. Hmm. So this kind of talks about taking that leap of faith and sacrificing everything. So, can you explain a time where you didn't fully lose sight of the shore and you ended up falling short, Connor? Oh, God. The way I'm interpreting that is, has there been a time when I've gone for something and not gone all the way for it? And I ended up falling short because I knew in the back of my head I wasn't going all the way for it. And I ended up falling short. Correct. I mean, I'm trying to think. I talk about my journey with this a lot. So anybody who's heard this is probably going to be like, oh, he's talking about it again. But I mean... Really, it's been my, just my journey with, with being a musician where I I kind of took a leap of faith, but I really didn't. You know, I, I kind of almost maybe took like a dip in the ocean and then <laughs> I could still touch the shore. I mean, I, That's funny. I'm a people pleaser. So people's values and perceptions of what I was doing was more important to me than my vision of what I was doing. So in a way... I was trying to swim out to the ocean and get past the shore, but I wanted everybody who was going to watch me and congratulate me to go swim with me, basically. But I I got to swim it myself, right? So yeah, when I first was in college for music composition, I mean, I didn't, I didn't even like try out for the school of music because I didn't think I was ready for it. But the reality is, I didn't know if I was ready for it. I was just scared. But because I interpreted that as it didn't feel like I was ready for it, so I'm not even going to go for it which is sad because I didn't take a leap. I swam back to shore pretty quickly and I stayed, you know, basically in a cave for a long time. And here I am again, swimming out past the ocean. By the time school starts next year, I'm, I'm definitely further than I was last time. And I, I know I keep harping back on the, on the metaphor, but I, I mean, I like this quote a lot. I didn't understand it at first when I read it, but now that we're talking about it, it actually, it's weirdly applicable to what I'm going through right now. So I really like this quote and I think it, it can apply to a bunch of people if they've ever tried to go for something and know deep down that they didn't maybe put their full effort into it. What about you, man? Yeah, there's definitely been times where I did not swim out as far as I could have. And it's interesting because sometimes that can turn into regret. And there's sometimes where maybe there's a reason why you didn't fully invest yourself and it ended up panning out in a different way that you didn't think of in the moment. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something to be mindful of is that you just need to do what's best for you and what you feel in your heart is the best for you. 
and really focus on that as your main motivator of what direction you decide to do, whether you decide to swim further out or if you decide to turn around and swim back to the shore. Because a lot of times the external influences and like I said before, the hostile culture and us comparing ourselves to others or what we fear others will think of us, that can dictate how far out from shore we swim. And at the end of the day, you're not doing and trying to achieve all these things for other people. You're trying to achieve all these things for your own self-success and for your own personal life. And I feel like sometimes we jumble the two together and we allow those external influences kind of dictate one way or the other more so than how we truly feel in our hearts. And life is not about second guessing yourself constantly, because if you keep second guessing yourself, you'll live a life that isn't necessarily planted by you. So I think it's just something to be mindful of. I mean, there's all kinds of other angles you could take that that quote, but I feel like what you said, and then the only thing I was going to add is, is how the influence from others can really dictate what we're supposed to do. But at the end of the day, just follow your heart and commit one way or the other. And sometimes if you back out, but you feel like that's the right thing to do, then, then stick with that. You can't worry about what would be quote unquote a mistake or what could have been. It's all about the now. You might be swimming in a different direction to another sea, another Maybe ocean. Rip tide current just took you five miles down the shore, but that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rip tide takes you and a shark comes up and you you're ride dead. it to the sunset. Oh yes. And you ride it to the sunset, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't I know what I mean. A little more motivational. I didn't want our viewers to die, Tanner. I, I could feel myself resonating with, with what you were saying. That was a great answer, dude. Um, I think we, we've covered a lot about this topic and sacrifice is hard because sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's forced and sometimes it's earned just by what you do when you're trying to pursue success. And again, success means a lot of different things. We've talked about that before as well. Let's turn it to the twenties. Let's turn it to people in our twenties so we can make it relevant for the podcast. You know, for those of us in our twenties or even in general, we, we don't know the stopping point or the turning point of when sacrificing will turn to success. And I can totally relate to that. I know that I, I don't. This often defeats people and discourages them from trying something. It definitely makes sense to a degree because you don't have a definitive end in sight, just like we talked about with the, with the ocean quote. But for you, and maybe if you're listening, you could ask yourself this. If you, if you could see all the sacrifices in your life you made for something Ultimately, what would you want it to be? What would you want it to look like? And where would you want to end up with it all? What do you think, Tanner? That question can can tear you up, man. I feel like at the end of the day, I don't care where I am or what I'm doing. I just want to be happy and at peace. And so if all the sacrifices I made, for example, in that situation might be, you know, in the healthcare field, it is one of the worst in terms of the hustle culture. It is overworked people, underpaid people. Um, yeah. You know, nurses, doctors, paramedics, you name it. And so I'm kind of getting into a, a healthcare system where you can very easily be overworked. And I can sense that that can burn me out over the years. And I can sense that it won't bring me as much satisfaction and success. And it'll take away from the reason why I got into the work field, which is to help others and see their rehab journey improve their quality of life. And so if me being happy and at peace with everything going on in my life meant that I 
work a lower paying job, but that is less stressful and I'm truly helping and impacting a community that values that, then so be it. Well said, man. This is, I, th I think everybody can relate to that. I think everybody can find happiness and peace in a lot of different ways. It kind of just depends on what you value. I can't really add much more of a better answer other than what gives me happiness and what gives me peace. So kind of playing off your answer a little bit. Um, no? Okay. If, if I could see all the sacrifices in my life I made for something, what would I want that something to be? I mean, I would want it to just be a version of my life where I'm around the people that I love and care about as much as possible. Cause that's, that's what brings me the most happiness. That's what brings me the most joy at the end of the day. It's making the other people in my life happy and, and providing for the other people that I care about at times more than myself. Um, I've always been like that. And I think that's what gives me happiness and peace. Um, I find it honestly, you know, just being real, like, easier to please other people and be happy for other people than I do sometimes being happy for myself um, takes the pressure off me. So if all my sacrifices ended with me being surrounded by the people that I loved and consistently around the people that cared about me, it'd be a pretty fucking good life. So I love, yeah. I, I'm not surprised that we both took that angle, but it's funny how we both value that and, and think of it that way. Cause I'm not saying there's anything wrong if someone who listened or watched this to immediately think about maybe their occupational goals or a more materialistic approach because that's what drives some people. You and I both think similarly in that aspect, so I thought that was kind of cool. We do. We definitely do, man. Connor, on that note, I think we can leave the viewers and listeners with that question and let them truly think about that and have some self-reflection on that. But I appreciate you being on yet another episode man we are chugging along with these i hope everyone who is listening or watching has a great week and please follow the let's talk 20s podcast instagram we post weekly schedules our weekly wisdoms on there where connor and i just kind of talk about something that's pertinent and important to us that week and all kinds of updates on that so follow the instagram page let's talk 20s podcast and guys thank you for tuning in to another episode of the let's talk 20s podcast and until the next one, guys, peace. Peace.